Hello, this is Dia from Unia. Um, I got attacked by Max from Dipsy Max and Cap from You Don't Know for um to do this fun little tag called Writer's Audio Tag. I've done this a couple of times before, and I've even used the same questions for my fake podcast. So I'm. I'm a little bit nervous in doing this. I have no idea what which um fic to talk about, but I think I'm I've chosen to um talk about spotless minds. Um is a story with Joho Sok featuring a female reader. Uh that I've worked on this year. I have to say that it was um one of my work that I've I felt most proud of from this whole year. Um, so I'm going to have to answer um, these questions. What inspired you to write it? So um, from the title itself, you must, um, some of you must have um, noticed that uh, it was taken from a movie. Um, the main inspiration had come from one of my favorite movies. It was an Indian movie called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Minds. Um, I remember watching that movie sometime last year and I had this urge of writing a story based on um, the main premise of the storyline from the movie itself. And so I drew out like some rough outline that um, that I created uh, as much as I could to avoid like copying the movie fully just I just imagine um, that movie got me to imagine what if we, uh, we have a whole universe that had that same technology that uh, the movie re- represented. So, I, yeah, it got it got me wanting to write it so badly at some point that it just stuck in my head. Um, why did you write it? Actually, I didn't. I didn't exactly plan to um, write it at the time when I finally posted the story. It's just that I had the idea for a long time, and then um, when I I was finally sitting down to um, write down the idea, it had been a while for me to write something for um, J Hope. And I just pictured him to be the perfect male character for the story. And then I also um, saw this interesting collab, like an event, writing event with Case Mod Club Network. I think it was for um, spring festivities. And 
I felt like the story would be perfect for a spring vibe, you know, with the whole um, element of starting over, making, creating a new beginning for a character, for the characters. Like the movie itself, kind of portrayed the hardship between the characters as seasons. Um, starting from summer when they they had a fiery a fiery relationship to autumn and then winter when they were starting to have um, some hardships in their life and then they met again through spring. So I kind of had a rough idea of um, creating that with this story like um so with the spring marking the new beginning i figured yeah i think it was the perfect time for it um for the fic to be to finally be written although it was not spring at my time <laughs> yeah i live in an area where the entire um when time became irrelevant because i'm like a day ahead of everyone else and like a whole opposite season compared to the rest of the world so it was funny but still the theme was spring my writing had a spring theme in it so i decided to write it anyway where did you write it? At home. <laughs> um, wait, I need to remember. I, need to, I, can, I can't really remember. I think it was already at the beginning of... So Australia was having a hard, rough time at the beginning of the year. We had bushfires. And <laughs> even before even before the uh, pandemic started um, we were already having some hell of a time <laughs> last year so um, I think I was I was already back in my flat because I remember um, getting stuck in my grandparents farm during the bushfires because um okay uh so during the time i was spending the holidays with my grandparents at their farm and during the bushfires there were there was never a chance for me to get back to my flat in melbourne so i was stuck there taking care of the farm and and then I got back to the flat right about a few weeks before the quarantine started. So yay. <laughs> so it was between those times when I was when I started writing it. I think I spent most of my writing um, period in my room. Um, I I have three main places that I used to go to uh, to write 
one is my room. I have a workroom in my flat. It's like it's one of the bedroom. We have we we live in um three bedrooms flat, and my roommate and I had um transformed the third room into a workroom slash caps room. So that's where I write. And the second place is the rooftop. We have this uh, community area up the rooftop where we have picnic tables and gardens and mostly the laundry room also. Uh, I usually uh, write up there while having lunch with the sound from the train tracks in the background. And um, the third place is the coffee shop that I frequently go to. It's located like around the corner in my block. It's really calm there. It's really serene and it's close to the bus stop <laughs> for the route that I go to to work. So I always spend like hours sitting there. So, but I think I was writing it. I was writing this piece in my room and my rooftop because I wasn't able to go to the coffee shop, obviously. Um, favorite line. Ooh, this is going to be interesting. So, uh, in Spotless Mind, um, we have a few sequences of scenes. I always call my scenes this way. I have no idea. I just love. I just love calling it that. And um, so the first sequence is the present, where we um, look at the situation of our lives through Husuk's point of view. The second sequence is a flashback, where we go back to their past to see what the hell happened between them in the past and why they ended up being um, like they were today. And then the third sequence is going back to the present, but after both characters have decided to um, start with their new beginning, to move on from the past. That's me trying to explain my themes without spoiling. <laughs> I hope you get it. But um, there is one line that I keep repeating between those three sequences. It's a, dia- it's a dialogue between um, J-Hope and the reader character. Um, there was a scene from their first meeting where they found I actually took this um, not directly from the movie, but sort of um, an essence, a part of the movie, but switch it to be uh, to create their own scene. It's a beach house. Um, during the first meeting, they found a um, beach house that was completely deserted and the uh, the reader character tried to lure 
going into going into it. So, um, hang on, let me find, let me find the um, the line of our conversation on that very, very, um, actually, hang on, I totally lost that, um, Okay, so the OC said, let's go take a look closer and see if we can go inside. And uh, Hobby said, no, it could be haunted and it looks broken down. The line that I loved from this scene the most was when um, the OC said, don't worry, Mr. Lawyer, I'll protect you. And this is the first time when she started calling him as Mr. Lawyer and she will continue to call him as Mr. Lawyer as time progressed um, until the day that he became lawyer in real life. But the line um, appeared again in, um, in Hosok's dream on the night he was taking um, going through the procedure to help him to move on. Um, it went on where he, um, <laughs> I totally lost it. All right. Um, on the scene right so you stop walking when a beach house comes to sight the same old wooden house as he saw with you the first night he met you except that the structure no longer looks old and worn out the way he found it then with all the white paint still looking fresh and all the wooden structures still standing strong this was uh, taken from uh, house of stream before he lost his memories Let's go take a look closer and see if we can go inside. You tease him while pulling him closer, only to have him laughing and pulling you back to him. No, it could be haunted. You laugh at him. The sound comes out so freely and it makes you smile. It makes him smiling white. He always did love the sound of your voice, your laughter, and to see you as happy as this. Oh, come on, you was. Don't worry, Mr. Lawyer. I'll protect you. I used these lines spe specifically to mark the importance of the scene that happened in the past because that was when um, Hosop fell for her the first time and that that part of his memory became the last thing that was erased from his mind because he still held on to it. Um, until the very last second, he was finally letting her go. And then during the final when they met again and 
she suddenly called him. She suddenly said, "Then it's a good thing that I ran into you this morning, isn't it, Mister Lawyer?" Sort of marked that line. Sort of, sort of marked not only the link between um, the three stages in the story, but also marked the new beginning between the two of them. I don't know. I've, I think I've, I'm, I think I've spoiled too much of the story so far, but um, I hope it won't ruin anything for anyone who hasn't read this. But um, yeah, I think that's all the questions that I had to um, answer for you. I'm sorry that I I ended up blabbering because this is super early in the morning and I haven't had any coffee yet. And um, like I said, I'm really really nervous doing this. Anyway, thank you for listening in. I hope you enjoy. Um. Hearing me talk about uh, my writing because I always love to talk about my writing. And oh my god, it's seventeen minutes. Anyway, I have to cut it short. Thank you again, and thank you for taking me, and thank you for listening. Bye.